is dive in. Amen. Amen. Dive in. The concept of, of diving in um, was intriguing for me when I saw it in, in the, as the AID, the information days for the university. They had a theme this year called dive in. And, and when I saw it, I mean, I said, wow, that, that's an interesting one because so many things, so many things, you just need to come to that place where you dive in to experience the fullness of what is there. And in the background of that, I just want to speak to us um, today and, 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 uh, and, and I want you to reflect on some things with me. And I'm trusting God for somebody that your life is, is going to is going to change and it's going to be transformed to the place where God wants us to be if we can only but make that step to dive in. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and looking, looking at, at this whole concept of diving in, it's something that just keeps probing upon my heart is to tell somebody that you just need to launch out into the deep. Amen. Amen. So just walk this journey with me. You can. Yes. So, dive in. There are things that, that you hear, especially when, when you come into church and you see people do what they do and you hear people doing what they do. Um, sometimes it looks, it looks like this. That it seems to be so, so beautiful. You see a beauty upon people's faces and yet it seems so far away. When I look upon this, this picture, uh, I get this impression of, of a paradise. I get this impression of such a beautiful place. And, and yet, if you want to be in this kind of beauty, you need to travel and go far away. You, you, you almost seem like you need to make a lot of effort to be able to come into a place like this. So there are things in life which look so beautiful and we want them. Who wouldn't want to be able to just relax on a nice white sandy beach in the nice blue aqua waters there that, that you see and just, 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 just lay back and enjoy the breeze and enjoy the nice sunshine. And yet these things sometimes appear to be so far away. And, and in, the same, in the same light, sometimes when you look upon things, they may look overwhelming. On one end, the picture that you see can also turn to become a picture that looks, wow, it's, it's a lot. It's much. It's overwhelming. Life has a way sometimes of being and giving us an impression of being so beautiful. Yet on the other end, it might look like the deep. It's so overwhelming. There's a lot of it. Can I handle this? Can I manage this? Can I go into this? And yet, in, in all this, the horizon stays and is open for you. And I want to challenge somebody to say, there is a horizon that you must get into. And there is a place that you must move into. And when we talk about God and about Jesus and about the love of God and about the Bible and all the things that we are talking about here, for those of you that have been following the sermons of the last few weeks when we've been talking about faith, I want you to be able to see that the horizon might look overwhelming. Yet, there is somebody whom we can walk with. 
And yet, even when we try to launch out into this deep horizon, it sometimes also can be so overwhelming that it rises and presents challenges against our lives. It presents things that can look raging. You try to walk and move forward and setbacks come. Things rise up against you. Where you thought now I have an opportunity, it's like a wall that rises and it looks fearful. And you don't want to be caught up in these waves. You don't want to be caught up in the raging storm. We would rather be then back again on the beach. But if we are staying on the beach, we may not get to where God wants us to be. Because life in what God has given us is about growth. It is about making progress. It is about fulfilling a purpose in one way or the other. And we all have different purposes, different callings, different things that we want to fulfill and accomplish in life. And yet sometimes the beautiful sceneries can turn and become a fearful occasion. Many people a few years ago went all the way over to Indonesia for a nice holiday and the tsunami hit. And what they had gone to see and relax in became something that they have regretted ever having gone there and some lost their lives sadly. And that's just the story of life, isn't it? That's just the story of what we experience on a day-to-day -day basis. You wake up in the morning, open your curtains, look outside, you see the sun is shining, beautiful. You get out and your bike has a flat tire and it's like that beautiful scene turns to a big wave. And you're thinking of your supervisor who's waiting for you. Or you try to go out and your back hurts and you can't go out. You need somebody to come and help you. And so that beautiful hope that you had suddenly turns to something that challenges the very reason why you were hopeful in the beginning. And this is, this is how, how we, we, what we need to wage through. And I want to challenge somebody this morning, this afternoon. Now I still get caught up in whether it's morning or afternoon. But, but, but I want to just challenge somebody today. To say, even as we see these things, there is a lot more value beyond what we see. And, and when you look at the ocean and you're sitting at the end of the beach and you look at it, what you see is just water. If you were to go on top of it, generally you see the big blue sea or the dark blue sea depending on the ocean you're in. But, you know, there's a lot more than what meets the eye, even when the waves are raging. It's sometimes hard to imagine when you are where you are, that there's a lot more that meets your eye. And if you were to just go under that water, you could find a picture like this. You could find a beauty like this. Where, you, when you're standing there, you see the colors on the surface, but you don't see the colors underneath. You might see the wave that comes crushing and so you forget that be under that wave there is beauty. And you might miss the fact that there are things that are deeper, more beautiful, more exciting, more intriguing underneath. And so I want to just challenge us 
That wherever we are, whatever you see, there is more beyond what you are seeing. Don't become limited by, your, by what you, you see on the surface. Sometimes you need to get a little closer. And when you get a little closer, you can actually see that the kaleidoscope of colors is actually something that is even living. And this is a coral. So underneath is, is all these beautiful life that many of us don't know, don't see, don't experience on a day-to-day -day life. But you need to get closer to it. When you see it from afar, it may not look so beautiful, but you need to get closer to it. When you see it from a distance, you might not see the detail, but when you get there, you see there is even more detail behind what is there. And such is faith. And such is our belief and our trust in God. It often looks like it's not there. But if only you can move a little closer. If only you can zoom down into it and see it at a much nearer place. Sometimes the things that we are yearning for appear to be distant. And because they are distant, our eyes don't see them. But we have to push on a little closer. And so this is probably why, why the Lord was just saying, I need to tell somebody from Luke chapter 5, where, where he says to, to Peter, throw your net on the other side. Push your boat a little deeper and launch your net on the other side. Sometimes you need to go a little deeper before you can get your catch. Sometimes you need to go a little deeper before you can get to have that experience that you're yearning for. And so here you see the detail of the previous picture of a sponge or of a coral in, in its deeper beauty beyond that which we are used to. And if we were to, how would we then come to come and see and experience this beauty? It's because we need to make a step. You need to make a step. And if you can go, make a step, make a dive, move away from the platform where you are. Sometimes you just need to dive in and you will see that fish is not only gray or black, but it is also sometimes golden and yellow and orange. And some of them have all kinds of colors. You need to dive to go down there. You need to go in and see it. You need to go in and experience it. And it also looks like all your trees that you experience and all the bushes that you are so used to walking along in the forest. That it's also down there under the ocean, hidden under the water. There are things that are for you to experience and to know. And yet they appear hidden until the moment you dive in. Hallelujah. And so church, I want to challenge us to say, don't be limited by the place you are. Your faith must cause you to go deeper and dive in to things which God has purpose for us. There are things that God has put in store for you and I to experience and to know while we are here on earth, while you are here studying, while you are here working, while you are here retired, enjoying your pensions, there are things that God still has for you to experience and to enjoy. 
While you are in your marriage, while you are in your job, while you are in your assignment, there are things that are greater, that are beautiful, that God wants you to know, to have, to experience. Even when you go through periods which are not looking so nice. The difference is, are you ready to dive in and go deeper? Are you ready to plunge in and, and move a little closer? It's only when you die that you can see things how they really look. It's only when you dive into faith, dive into the Word of God, dive into the Scriptures, that you will begin to see how God really is and what God has in store for you. When you stay out on the surface, you will not know that there is beauty underneath. When you just stay up on top, you will not know that only if you go deeper, you will find this beauty. If you wait only for the things that are being brought out by others, you might miss those things that are just for you. There is beauty ahead. Tell your neighbor there is beauty ahead. And it's when you dare to step out. This is a silhouette picture of me daring to step out into the ocean. I went to San Diego some years ago and I saw these guys diving in and going into the waters. And I thought to myself, I need to try. And so that, that's me, trust me, that's me. <laughs> took my surfboard, decided to give it a go. It was a great experience. But while this was going on, it was a big lesson on faith. Because the guys told me that at some moments, sometimes the sharks come. But, but you know, this is the place where you have the greatest fun. And there were all these professional surfers just running into the water. So I thought, well, I'll just take my board and run also. If you go to the next picture, sometimes you just got to step up. I want to say to somebody, step up. Step up. And when you step out, your faith can help you even accomplish things you would never have accomplished. And trust me, I could stand up upon that board and ride a wave. It's not as big as the other one. But once I knew how to ride this wave, I said, one day I'll come back to write a bigger one. <laughs> and that's what faith does. It makes you ride away and causes you to dare to ride a bigger one. It makes you want to experience something and wants to experience it at a bigger scale. Amen. And so sometimes you may need, with faith, you are able then to do even the ordinary and do extraordinary things and while I was thinking about the extraordinary things I want to say somebody you can not only ride the waves but you can even get a little closer and deal with the things that you fear and there are many things that we fear and this guy it's not yet me but one day it shall be <laughs> the, the great white sharks in Australia in South Africa in the seas down there are sharks which which people are generally if you want to see them you need to be in a very strong cage 
But people have dared to go and see them up close in the water and be able to count their teeth while they are alive. And shoot up up close videos. And I was intrigued by this guy um, who I got on Shutterstock photos where he, he's just saying a thumbs up with a big shark behind him. I saw one another guy who was actually stroking the shark every time it went. He just waited for the teeth to go past and you just stroke the back. Why do people get to a place where they do this? It's a faith that's inside them. It's a confidence they have on something. And I want to say to a child of God, your confidence is in the name of the Lord. Your confidence is in Jesus. And so because you have Jesus, don't be afraid of the sharks. Hallelujah. And there are sharks all over the place. There are sharks all around us. These sharks, I use sharks as a symbol of the things that are out to bite us. And the things that cause us to be afraid. The statistics course that you're afraid of, for those of you that are students. The tax man who's going to come after you for your taxes. This is a shark. The abusive husband is like a shark. What's going to cause you to be able to stand and be able to walk and trust God to be able to go through and pass through the situation? The sickness that's about to consume you. What's going to make you stand? And keep saying, I believe in God. I believe it's going to be okay. What is it that's going to give you hope when things look so hopeless? It's a faith that we have in a God who's stronger than the cage. He surrounds us with His loving kindness and mercy. He surrounds us with His goodness. And so we are able to ride upon the waves, confront the things that would make us fearful. And, and not only that, the Word of God then challenges us on this wise, and this is where I want to challenge somebody today. It says, taste and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm 34, verse 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. We were singing it at the beginning of the service. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Who would have known that right down there is a green layer like this that looks like the grass you walk on? You can only get to know it upon the moment you dive in to taste and see for yourself. You can never know that a pizza tastes good until you have tasted for yourself. You can never know that God is so good until you have tasted and you will see. I am yet to find someone who said, I tasted of God and I have found that God is not good. I know people who are angry on things. But they are angry because they had an expectation that was not motivated by faith. But when you taste God and try God, in faith, by faith, you will see that the Lord is good. The Bible says the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. He is a refuge. He is an ever-present help in our time of need. If only we can taste and try Him. Amen. Amen. If only we can put our hope in Him. Stretch out and put our hand in His hand. Let our soul put our trust in the Lord. Let our heart put our confidence in Him. That's what the psalmist was saying. There are many things that are there, but blessed is...
is the man that takes refuge in the Lord. Why is our God a refuge? Because there are sharks all around us. Because there are big waves that could come crushing upon us. Because the waters could overwhelm us. But he says, even though the waters may rage, even though you might pass through waters, the waters will not sweep you away. Even though you might be faced by fire, the fire will not burn you. Why? Because our God is a refuge. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor, God is a refuge. Is refuge. Try him. He is a refuge for our soul. There are many things that are there to take away our peace. That could take away our joy. That could take away our hope. Take away our trust. And I was just reading. I was just reading yesterday about a pastor who just committed suicide. And then you think, what, what, what happened? What happened? And there could be many reasons why he ended up there. But one of the things that he, he wrote, which was striking, was that he, he even before he, he, he committed this this horrendous act, he had written and said, it is important that we don't substitute coming to church without trust in the Lord. And I want to say to us, trust in the Lord. Trust in God. Beyond the things and the activities, can you trust in the Lord? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Open your heart. And allow Jesus to come in and be the center of all things. And you will see and know that He indeed is good. He indeed is good. He means well for us. He means good for us. His promises are yes and amen. His word is true for us to experience His favor and grace. And we need to trust Him. Put our hope in Him. And so why is it that we, uh, we fail to put our hope in Him? And this is one of the reasons why what I found 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4. The Bible says, In whom the God of this world, the God of this world, the devil, is in this world, has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Because if He had not blinded their eyes, they would have believed the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. They would have believed the good news of God. They would have believed that God is good. But they have been blinded. You see, don't be blinded by the things around you. Don't be blinded by the overwhelming waves. Don't be blinded by the big mass of the challenges that you face. Don't be blinded by the issues and challenges of day-to-day -day life. And fail to see the glorious light of God. I want to say that you must always dive back into the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Dive in beyond your challenges. Dive in beyond the situations and the circumstances around you. Hallelujah. Dive in. Dive back into His blood. Into His blood that speaks a better word for us. Into the blood of Jesus that He poured out when He went on the cross. And He says, by His blood we have overcome. You need to dive back in, in faith, in trust, in belief, in hope. Because God gives us all things that we need for life. He says in John 10, chapter 10, that I have come, that I have come that they might have life. And that they might have it more 
abundantly. Having life more abundantly say that you must live and accomplish and fulfill your purpose. You must grow in stature, in, in being, grow in your spirit, grow in your soul, and be a blessing to the people around you. That's an abundant life. And after that, you go to heaven. Hallelujah. Where we'll have life forevermore with Christ, with the Lord. And Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so we need to dive into Him. Amen. Amen. Dive into the life that God has for us. John 10, 10. The devil on the other side comes to steal our joy, steal our hope, steal our peace, steal our progress, steal all the, the excitement we had, take us away from the future that we were holding and think that life is not worth living. He comes to, to, to kill us, kill our soul, kill our spirit. And we think that, oh, why did I come to, to be here? Why is this? Is there any reason to live? But Jesus says, dive back into me because I will give you life. And give it to you more abundantly. John 14, 27. He says, peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. There is a peace that God gives. And it's not the peace like the, 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 like the peace the world gives. This is why I read you the scripture. The devil, the God of this world, the gods of this world, small letter G, have blinded us. Otherwise, if we were not blinded, we would be enjoying the goodness of the Lord. And so Jesus says, I've come that you may have that peace. I give you that peace. That you might have it more abundantly. It's not a peace that comes from the world. So let your heart not be troubled. Neither let you be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not let your heart be troubled. Because I have come to give you peace. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is our peace. And what we need to do is dive in. What we need to do is dive in. Dive into Him. Jump into Him. Jump into His love. There is more that you will find in the Lord. You can reach greater heights than you have ever known if we but take that moment to dive in. Just want to speak also to somebody and say, yes, you are born again. Yes, you are, you, you are in church. But you can also dive in deeper and see things at a different level. You too can operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You too can be a blessing to others, ministering God's love to others. But it comes when we dive in. You also can speak in tongues. See, I came from a church where tongues were forbidden. And, and because they were forbidden, I never dared to enter into it. When I read the parts of the Bible about tongues, about tongues, I just quickly closed the page. Because my church did not allow them. But then the day somebody said, just read them and try it. Taste and see. Oh, and when I tasted, it was good. And now I can sing in tongues. Because I dared to dive in. I dared to dive in. One day I saw somebody give a word of prophecy on someone. 
in the name of Jesus. And I thought, what? So I also can do this? And he says, well, try it. You've been praying. Try it. So one day I was praying with somebody. And something just started coming over me. I thought, I'm going to try it. So I started to speak. And I said, who told you about my history? I said, no, I don't know anything about your history. But I just, want, I just know that I need to encourage you with this word. So I'm going through the, exactly that situation. I just dared to try. Just dared to go deeper. Just dared to move in. So I said, well, spend the time in the word. Just dared to go in. Just want to say to somebody, dare to go in. Amen. Tell your neighbor, dare to go in. Dare to die. I want us to sing a song. Praise and worship team, can you come? I want us to sing this song. And as we sing this song, I just want you to break into worship. And then I'm going to give an opportunity to somebody who wants to dedicate their life to the Lord. Somebody wants to dedicate their life to the Lord. Thank mm -hmm. you.